Why do so many associates of Bill and Hillary Clinton keep winding up dead in mysterious circumstances? Another one just died over the weekend, which we'll tell you about in just a moment. And that one might be one of the most bizarre ones we've heard so far, but the list is growing long. Clinton friend Jeffrey Epstein found dead in a jail cell. Then we have medical examiner Michael Bodden saying that Epstein's death is consistent with homicide. Then like clockwork, more Clinton friends and associates die in 2020. Billionaire film producer Steve Bing dies after falling from a building. Mysteriously, he was a huge donor to Democrats and the Clintons. Bill Clinton then tweeting right afterwards saying, I loved Steve Bing very much. He had a big heart. He was willing to do anything he could for the people and causes he believed in. Um, Then you have Mark Middleton. In 2022, White House Clinton aide Mark Middleton found dead at a ranch in Arkansas. Shotgun found 30 feet away from his body, an electrical cord tied around his neck. They ruled that a suicide. And just for some context here, as Whitney Webb has reported, just one he was one of the guys who was involved with Jeffrey Epstein and the illicit transfer of sensitive U.S. military technology to China. Middleton, you'll recall, also testified before Congress. He pleaded the fifth, 28 times to Congress when it was investigated. Then he also pleaded the fifth when asked if he was a foreign agent. Silence on that question. And then a few days ago, another Clinton billionaire associate dies. That one's ruled a suicide. He was 78-year-old Thomas Lee. He was found dead in his bathroom on his side with a single gunshot wound to his head. Then that brings us to the very latest. I mean, the list is getting incredibly long to this weird, mysterious death that happened over the weekend, Dana Hyde, another one who worked with Clinton and the Obama administration. And she was 55 years old. She was in a jet with her family and other individuals when apparently, according to reports, they hit some turbulence over New England. That caused them to have an emergency landing. But the turbulence, they said, was the reason that she died. Her family's fine. Um, A number of FAA and airline pilots have come forward saying, I've never seen anyone die because of turbulence. So what in the world is going on here? Well, investigative journalist Whitney Webb has been following a lot of these weird connections over the years, particularly the Mark Middleton story. And we wanted to bring her on to talk about this. Whitney, welcome back to the show. Hey, great to be be here. Thanks for having me back on. Sure. So this this list is getting long. And you and I were texting earlier today. And as we were texting, you were trying, literally going through and looking for her profiles on a number of different business websites, LinkedIn, Apollo, uh, Aspen Institute, where she was, she worked. And what were you finding? Uh, yeah, that her uh, profiles have been deleted. Uh, so at least the LinkedIn is, was deleted within the last 24 hours. And the Aspen Institute, where uh, relatively recently she was co-chair of a major Aspen Institute initiative for uh, inclusive economic growth, um, she's since been deleted as, as well. And actually essentially written out of the history of that particular initiative, uh, the other co-chair uh, claims to be have now on the Aspen Institute website is listed as the uh, original, the only founder and person who launched the initiative with if you actually go back in the way back machine it's clear that this particular individual dana hyde uh was the co-chair and uh helped launch it as well so it's kind of bizarre uh to see her written out of it um i I, you know several of her other profiles on the internet or have also been pretty difficult to come across i was able to um using archive.org find one of her old profiles on the aspen institute that's since been deleted and has a lot more information uh, than the ones that are currently online and um you know most um 
reports on her death um, have not really mentioned a lot of her uh, roles at the government or her affiliations that are in, you know, some of these other now deleted profiles. For example, her Council on Foreign Relation membership, uh, not mentioned anywhere except this Aspen Institute uh, profile, uh, as far as I can see. And some of the more specifics about who she was working with, for example, in the Clinton White House and uh, her role in the Obama administration. Uh, can be found there. But, you know, as to the broader question of why um, so many people tied up with the Clintons continue dying well after uh, the Clintons are no longer uh, in office or in a position of visible uh, political prominence is a bit odd, isn't it? And, um, you know, I've I've been trying to look for connections between, uh, you know, these different individuals. And obviously, you know, the most connected of of the ones that you mentioned uh, in your introduction would, of course, be Jeffrey Epstein and Mark Middleton, because they were uh, known to have been meeting together at at the White House. And you have Epstein dying in 2019, and then uh, Mark Middleton dying last year, both under very uh, suspicious circumstances that were ruled a suicide. But then you look at, you know, those cases, and then these these other cases that you mentioned, Steve Bing uh, falling out of a 27th, uh, off the 27th floor of a high-rise building. Um, Police wouldn't even say it was a suicide. Uh, They just were like, he fell out of a building um, at the time. And it was subsequently, uh, I think, reported as a suicide by the New York Post, but that didn't come from police. And, um, you know, just Thomas H. Lee, this uh, financier guy, um, you know, not exactly clear why he might have uh, killed himself because just a few days uh, before he was found dead, people that he was in a great mood, doing really well, and they were just blown away he would uh, kill himself in the way that he did. And, um, you know, just a lot of unanswered questions. So if you want to view some of these deaths in the, in the through the lens of, you know, why someone like Jeffrey Epstein was... Um, you know, liquidated, essentially. Um, You know, my opinion is that that is uh, the reason Jeffrey Epstein was arrested and subsequently uh, killed uh, is related to um, a factional battle within sort of these covert worlds where intelligence and organized crime, um, you know, swim around each other and have symbiotic relationships. And sometimes, you know, there's competing factions in that. And if you look at the history of, of the Clinton, um, you know, political dynasty, whether it's, um, you know, Clinton's time as governor of Arkansas or his time in the White House, um, in a, a very significant amount of connections to um, very suspect intelligence and criminal activities, uh, you know, with the um, Arkansas-Iran-Contra connections in the 1980s, um, and a lot of, of course, the the better known and also lesser known scandals um, of the Clinton White House era that a lot of uh, those, of course, involved uh, individuals and and structures that existed, you know, uh, from his time as governor of of Arkansas and, uh, you know, the longstanding history of political cronyism. Um, as practiced by the Clintons. So if there is some sort of factional dispute, it seems like there's certain people uh, that may be on uh, the chopping block, but it's it's getting a, a bit hard to sort of write all of these off as a coincidence. Do, are, are they all necessarily connected? Uh, you know, it's, it's hard to say it at this point beyond, you know, potentially the, the Epstein-Middleton case, but you're having a lot of um, interesting people stack up here. Yeah, and, and it's, we, it's definitely time to at least question what's going on well yeah and you mentioned the intelligence side of this and one thing you brought up when we were texting earlier you mentioned the jerusalem venture partners um which is uh can you tell us a little bit about that and what hurt what dana hyde's connection was to that group 
So in some um, of the reporting about who uh, Dana Hyde is, uh, I found one mentioned that her current position at the time of her death, she was uh, involved or working for, she was listed as a partner in, uh, of Jerusalem Venture Partners. And in other press releases of that particular venture capital firm, she's referred to as an advisor. Um, she, you can't find anything about her on, her web, on their website right now. Uh, which is again quite odd but jerusalem venture partners is something i actually covered back in 2020 uh, because a, a new york city funded uh, taxpayer funded cybersecurity center was basically being run by jerusalem venture partners and uh, again i reported on this in 2020 so i can't speak to uh, what's happened with that particular venture since then uh, but at the time the chief operating officer uh, for Jerusalem Venture Partners uh, was previously uh, a, a person who managed uh, major amounts of money for the Bronfman family, uh, who come up in my uh, in my book a lot, and also in connection with the with the Epstein case and have significant ties to organized crime. And a lot of this, uh, a lot of these networks that I, I, I've traced in my work for a few years, um, you know, and, and in addition to that, the person that created Jerusalem Venture Partners uh, has a lot of um, uh, rather uh, disconcerting uh, intelligence and, and military intelligence connections. Uh, and uh, this particular, uh, particular venture capital firm was born out of this uh, somewhat controversial um, Israeli government program called the Yasma program that also spanned a lot of um, other venture capital networks that ended up being tied up with the Maxwell family, for example, um, and, and other groups of of that nature, and have been tied up with espionage, um, you know, on on several occasions uh, over the past, uh, you know, few decades or so. Um, and when you look at that in the context of you know Maxwell's and Epstein and, and, and the use of blackmail, um, and also you know aggressive espionage uh, beyond that, you know, it, it it starts to look a little. Uh, a little bit weird, uh, but it's uh, it's not exactly clear what Dana Hyde uh, was working on for them because, as I mentioned, uh, she's not really. You can only find her name on uh, scattered throughout a handful of these Jerusalem venture partner uh, press releases. Uh, but that's you know supposed to be her affiliation at the time of her of her death right now. Mm -hmm. It's all very, very odd, all very, very odd. And uh, we thank you so much, Whitney, for continuing to look into this. It's crazy. And just when I saw this story, I thought there's so many w weird connections here that we need to try to get to the bottom of. Uh, um, investigative journalist Whitney Webb, always great to see you. Thank you so much for jumping on and talking about this uh, really interesting story. Thanks, absolutely. Thank you. Thanks, Whitney. And, you know, it's amazing because Robert Rubin, in some of her, in some of Whitney's reporting as well, we didn't really have time to get into it there, but I'll just a little bit here, I'll just touch on the Aspen Institute, of course. We covered on the show a couple of months ago, the Aspen Institute was where, where they did that Hunter Biden exercise. Where, remember, they did that 11-day scenario that began with the release of falsified records about Hunter Biden's employment. Remember, they, like, tested it, like, well, if, if this happens... Mm -hmm. If they say that Hunter Biden had this issue, this is how we would respond. So it was all of like the, this deep state coming together and like the staged exercise about what happens if something happens with Hunter Biden. Mm. That was all from the Hunt, the Aspen Institute, yeah. of course, where she's associated with, you know, working for the Aspen Institute. Suddenly they scrub the website of her name. And then we should also mention Robert Rubin, the former Treasury Secretary who signed off on Epstein's first Clinton White House visit and whose deputy, Larry Summers, flew on Epstein's plane, later became very close with Epstein while president of Harvard. And then, of course, Whitney goes through a lot of this in her book um, where she talks about, uh, you know, these bizarre deaths specifically. 
um, and how a lot of this is just tied together with the Chinagate scandal involving both Middleton and Epstein. So, so many dirty and weird questions, though. One body, somebody in the chat says, my favorite of these deaths is Middleton, where he somehow shoots himself with a shotgun and he's hanging from like a, a tree with an electrical cord around his neck. But the, the shotgun is thir found. It's 30 feet away from him. Oh, how do you accomplish that? Good. I don't know. You have to be really good to shoot yourself and then you have to throw the gun 30 feet. Uh-huh. Guess that's how that works. Okay. All right. So if that ever happens, I just want you to know that that's not foul play. That I'm I mean, I'm a I'm a I shot mean, that, putter. I'm a shot putter. I can shoot purpose. myself and then shoot to throw the gun. The flash could pull it off cuz you could fire the gun, run over, tie yourself to the tree before right. the bullet gets there. Other than that, I don't think it's feasible. <laughs> yeah, Barry Allen could pull that off. You're right about that. Because he'd run in front of the bullet. Right. He would shoot it and he'd be like, okay, though, I got time because this bullet's like, duh, 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 and then I can run over here and drop the gun and come back and make it look like a. Oh, okay. All right. That's so right. maybe he was the flash. Barry Allen. Thank you so much for watching this segment here at Redacted. We are live every day at 4 p.m. Eastern time trying to share the stories that the mainstream media will not cover. You should also come over and join our community of Redacted Rebels over at redacted.inc. That's our private locals community where we can share exclusive content that we simply cannot share here on YouTube. Come over and join the rebellion together right now by going to redacted.inc. We'll see you next time.